0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 274, Comedy Film Nerds. Um,
1: There's a lot to talk about today. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. We launched a new store today. Did you know that? No. We're going to talk about that today, too. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about Inside Out. We're going to talk about Dope. We're going to talk about Obama being on uh, Mark Maron. The greatest
0: moment in podcasting history, I think pretty we're much. S-
1: yeah, other than the fact that you know when our Kickstarter funded, it's probably <laughs> the, the best moment in podcasting uh, history.
0: I I would I would have said it was the, the Will Anderson uh, episode, the spoiler app that we rescued. <laughs> That's what I would have said, but...
1: From the uh, Jaws of the Abyss? Yeah, the, uh, what was the... Ab- Pacific
0: Rim? The Pacific Rim. I thought that was the best <laughs> moment in podcasting history, but... It was
2: up there. It <laughs> now <was. laughs> it's now it's fallen to two. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Number one, Bama, two, Will Anderson. Well, let's introduce
0: our guest. You've heard her lovely voice, but on the show numerous times, Laura House.
2: Hello, everyone. I'm Laura House. And <laughs> Thrilled to be here.
1: And comedy film nerds writer.
0: Comedy well. film nerds writer. Okay. First, and let me just say this. Thank you to all the people who came out to see me at the Comedy Corner Underground in Minneapolis. And, of course, at the Doug Loves Movies podcast uh, in Minneapolis. It was a lot of fun. Love that city. Good times. Comedy Corner Underground is a cool little club that's been around for a long time. It's just been sort of an open mic, and they're just now starting to make No it, snow. No snow. Typically no snow in June. So that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah that was really it's a cool little club and 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 it's it's like if you live in minneapolis and haven't heard of it uh check it out because they're it's it's like a little 74 seat room and and uh it, it's a nice it's a nice little venue um so thanks everyone came out so we got to get right into this yes so uh, oh, <laughs> this i mean obama being on mark Marin show i was just listening to it literally on the drive over um I, I, no one has had an interview bigger than this. Who? No, and how no, do you top No, this, this
1: was it. And, and the the great thing was, it wasn't like Mark. Trying to, like, I've been trying to get this interview for a Yeah, year. he didn't go to college. <laughs> he didn't wants someone from his staff
0: or someone no. like They contacted they him. They
1: approached him. And I, 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 we got to get the story from Mark, but it must have been like when they first contacted him, Must was like, well, this is a joke.
2: Yeah, this you've got to be kidding. Yeah. This Anthony. Yeah, he yeah. Thinks yeah, Dave Anthony's yeah, doing funny a bit. Dave. <laughs> 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 I got it. You yeah. got an impersonator. Yeah, I get you it, got a new thing. email account. Yeah. I don't have enough black people on the show. I get it. I get it. I watch my own Series, I got it. I know you can't let it go. <laughs>
0: um, it was well. First, it says several things. Obama's staff listens to podcasts. Yes. And they really should start listening to this one guys. I think love to have love to have POTUS in here talking movies. <laughs> Joe did.
2: Biden, maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like well, yeah, I don't think it has Biden. to be Yeah. I don't think it has to be Poe.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Does Shaw? Get, get V Poe. I mean, yeah, get the get Malia. Let you know, Chat Movies.
1: You know, we did shoot at the Capitol for the movie.
0: Yeah, We're I pretty know. Close. We shot. We came to his ha- to his yes. house. Yeah, your neighborhood.
2: Yeah, odds are he was not home.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but he can go to some weird. Yeah, a garage. garage.
2: I love that he actually. When I heard, I love that he actually went to the garage because when I saw that it was, you know, when they announced sure. it was happening, I was like, I wonder because sometimes Mark goes on location right. to talk sure. to sure. Bob, your Bob yeah. Newhart, or your mm-hmm. your whatnot, and. um you know, I thought, oh, is he going to have to do super security in the Four Seasons and the right. you know secret room? And they say it's yeah. this room, but it's really yeah. a totally different hotel or whatever. And I love that it was like, no, let's do the thing in the garage. And The greatest thing, too, is any big celebrity is like,
0: uh, you're going to have to come to me. No, motherfucker, the president came to my garage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, guess so what? what? Yeah, yeah,
2: you're guess, oh, wise. would you win an Oscar? Yeah, oh. yeah. you're about to find out yeah. where Highland Park is. when Bill- Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: When Bill Gates went on Nerdist, he flew all of them up. He didn't, go, he didn't want yeah, to come down to the
0: studio. Of course. <laughs> oh, So who are you, Gates? You're better than the president? <laughs> you ever committed people from Microsoft yeah. to war, oh asshole? My gosh. That's... How many of those letters
1: mm, well, have you had to write? Well, now we don't know.
2: Now, who's going to get the big interview with Mark about what it was like to interview the president? What oh, podcast gets that one? I don't know.
0: But I'd love to be the the first guest after Obama yeah. on... W- yeah, good two. luck, phone for-
2: yeah. <laughs> That's all he can talk about. Well, I would love, like, what if he had the president on and he didn't talk about any... So just Mark still is like, what do you think of my divorce? (laughs) And, you know, he's like, Obama's like, well, I don't know. Mark, I feel like you got to move on. (laughs) Like Obama's just like, there's just nothing political. And he goes, Mark, I just, you know, like. As a friend. I just feel like you're really spinning out about this. Like you just got to. Yeah, man. (laughs) Like she's moved on. She's got a kid with somebody else. (laughs) He's having the same convo.
1: You know, term limits, man. Term limits.
2: (laughs) Term limits on your neurosis? Yeah. 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 If well, I, thing. you know, if I was still upset about, you know, my first six months in office, you know, I'd <laughs> never get anything done. <laughs> Come on, man. I, I. Oh, uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> thanks, no, thanks, bro. thanks, bro. You're right. Yeah. yeah. I guess I can. I, the thing I put
0: on Twitter is the only way for us at this show to top it is we have to do a Magic Mike spoiler rep with Putin. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think. I was we'll if say, he
0: contacts us. I was going
2: to say get Chris Pratt in here with a dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still not...
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was nothing not for fruit. you. Yeah. Oh, all
2: right. Chris Pratt does <laughs> it's, a, it's a dinosaur. <laughs> I don't know. It's Chris Pratt. It's a dinosaur. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did Chris Pratt get
0: my uh, health insurance to go from $459 a month to $126? No,
2: I guess he didn't, yeah, but he so, has a dinosaur. Yeah, but...
1: He, yeah. <laughs> we are as fair, a nation, we're over dinosaurs. But to yeah. be fair, he could have he could have subsidized your health care. Yeah, oh, mother,
2: well, yeah. <laughs> maybe you maybe you never asked. Yeah. Okay, my fault. I'll yeah. Do one. you know what I mean? No, like I feel like don't punish him because it never came up. Yeah, maybe I'm playing chicken <laughs> You know, yeah. <laughs> You're playing the fix. Who knows what Chris Pratt would have done for your yeah. health insurance? <laughs> given given a quick you know. given a text. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Love you on Parks and Rec. Yeah, I got a real high insurance bill. Maybe you yeah. could bring it down like three, three fifty. I haven't <laughs> had union insurance in a while. I have
1: a, I have a pre-existing <laughs> you know condition. <laughs> yeah. Can you help me out? Yeah. After
0: doesn't cover podcasting.
2: I got you. Uh, he just sends back. I got
0: you. All caps. Wow. <laughs> Five exclamation points. Pratt. The thing I loved about this interview, and and you know, we're in the final stages of editing earbuds. So I've been watching for months all of this. Here's how great podcasting is. And it's, mm. and people going, oh, they connect right to you. And, I, and I'm like, logically, I get that. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Sure. Um, listening to this, I was like, wow. I feel like the president is like, I'm talking like to me, like yeah. me him and Mark. Like you're just, sitting at the table. just hang, And that right. is the power of podcasting. No, I get it. He's the president of the United States. He's very aware of every single word that he's saying. Sure. He knows what he's doing. He had a briefing about this. But still, it's so conversational. And where else? Like, I've seen him on The Daily Show and Between Two Ferns. And mm-hmm.
1: and by the way, that's the opposite of a comedian doing a podcast. Right. Everything's thought out, meticulous. And right. There's no stream of consciousness. I mean, that's literally, the. that's what was so great about it, too. They were literally just opposite approaches mm-hmm. and opposite personalities. And yeah, and just talking. And
0: just talking because, you know... Um, You know, Mark was just like, well, let's bring up this and let's bring up that. And yeah, yeah, Obama's going into his talking Mm -hmm. points because it was very – and he said it. He goes, the reason I'm doing this show is traditional media just – I can't – you can't communicate. Yeah, We need to get the people who aren't dug in because how many of us uh, in this room listening to this show of like, I'm done with – I don't – I canceled my cable. I can't watch CNN. I can't can't, –
2: Well, if you watch Fox – or MSNBC, it's the same thing. It's just choir preaching. Yeah. It's right. just, oh, I already have this point of view, so great, more of it, and right. make fun of the other guy and we get it. Two and sides it's of like, the same coin. Yeah.
1: With Viagra commercials.
2: Right, exactly. And I'm not smart enough to watch BBC. <laughs> I understand their news is real good, but I don't I'm not gonna understand it. <laughs> <laughs> That's too real. That's, <laughs> yeah.
1: I And they have
0: accents.
2: And yeah, I can't listen to that. Um but like
0: <laughs> so it, it it showed like the whole thing showed about the connect and this it's like the connection to podcasting, how powerful it is, um, and how like wow, I just felt like the I was listening to the president talk, and then traditional media true to form, yeah. What did they cover? The N-word. That's out of that hour conversation. That's <laughs> so all they talk about.
1: Because they can only report a soundbite. That's yeah, all they can I report. Am. So we got to find the most controversial thing, regardless of what the context is. And, and yeah,
2: they take it completely out of context. Yeah. And, and once it's out there, we are like... Fox can't not mention the N word if CNN is going to mention the N word. Because right, right, we all right. have the same talking points. And well, then we, need it'd to be, get we're, we can't be the one place that acted like we didn't know. So we have to say it too. It's like, and, and yeah, and nobody well, the can.
0: Thing, what, what Obama kept saying in that interview, and this is the thing like, Will Anderson said this in his interview for Earbuds, which is Will Anderson came up in, in radio in Australia, where thing he, he goes, the thing I, I hated about it was, uh, you know, I had to do morning radio and they would say, okay, You're for, you're against, go. And you had to pick a thing and fight. And that's what traditional media goes. He goes, Will said, The thing I love about podcasting is I can say, I don't know. I can say, I'm not sure. I'm on the fence. And that's what Obama was saying. He goes, These issues are so complex. Oh, gosh. And you want to just say red, blue, you know, Republican, Democrat, for, against. And then what? Conservative, is, liberal. Conservative, liberal. And and as a liberal, I have to believe these seven things. Yeah. On I have to be on this side of these seven issues. And then traditional media, what did they do? Yeah, they boil it. So then, word. Guess he just went on their cussing. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. And really? then they had. What did they do on all these dumb shows? They had a an expert and a pro. A one side of an expert. Well, you yeah. think this expert on this side yeah. of it, and you think the con of this expert. And it's like you guys. He yeah. told you. Why you're not relevant anymore. And then you went and showed everybody. It's a
2: satire that like really fully just happened. Like it was a satire. It's
1: It's uh you know, you're an expert on TV because you have Chiron. That's it. Because you have a label under, oh, we must be
0: an expert. And as Laura, you said before we started recording, they must be like,
2: they're scared to death. They're losing their minds. Yeah. They, yeah. What, what, they, I Did never, you see what, what, how- a, di- a guy, okay, a guy with like a Fu Manchu mustache- <laughs> A, a, a comedian. Is, is interviewing the president in his garage. I've been on air 25 years. I can't interview the president. Like I mean, Brian Williams wasn't talking to the president or, I mean, you know, whoever s- big the big news people are. Yeah. Get a list of the number of like, sit
0: down. T- I got to interview the president for an hour. Yeah. How-
2: How many people? One hand? Mark, Zach Galifianakis, (laughs) (laughs) Barbara Walters. (laughs) Like, really? For an hour. Yeah. Well, he was also the president, sorry to interrupt, he was also the president who, like, utilized Twitter. You know, like, his grassroots was, like, it's such a validation of new media. Mm -hmm. Well, it's also, like, he's aware. Right. You know, and to your point of um, him you know understanding technology like it's uh oh or having nuanced opinions like what you can have in a podcast it's i I have been stunned in politics for years when someone changes their mind they're waffling as opposed to evolving right like many like there are many candidates where it's one thing to like Flip back and forth, and you're obviously like not standing somewhere. But I feel like there's been many times where it's like, oh, I feel this way. Oh, you know what? I've gotten new information. I see it a different way. I'm changing. Right. Waffling, flip flopper. Yeah, it's yeah. just like I. It's it's called educating myself yeah. and
3: growth. Yeah, and
1: we'll have none of that.
2: Yeah, no, that's well. stupid. Who are you? What are you? Are it you was, red? or Are you blue? It was so funny
0: during the I think it was like Bush's second term when the Daily Show. I remember watching people on CNN go, they were just aghast. They're like, people are getting their news from the Daily Show, like society's crumbling. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. Everybody knows you're full of fucking shit and Jon Stewart is the only guy being honest. So you guys, the the traditional media... Like, your day is goddamn done. Like, (laughs) fucking get out of our way.
1: There's uh, The audience for traditional media now is, basically, they're aging, and they're not being replaced. It's the same thing with uh, radio is is going the same way. Now, the interesting thing I noticed, too, in a way for them to try to stem the bleeding... Ineffectively is I saw some of the articles never mention the word podcast. When out of their way not oh, to say podcast, how they would go. An interview was released.
2: Oh you know, with wow, the interesting. With Maron, and
1: they would literally avoid. I'm like, well, they must mention the word podcast later. No, it oh, was deliberately that's, omitted.
2: That's fascinating. So they're like,
1: oh well, we'll put our heads in the same. We'll pretend this technology doesn't exist, and it's not and crushing it'll go away. Yeah. yeah, and it'll go away. We if we won't mention the word podcast, it won't
0: exist. And Squarespace. <laughs>
1: They saw the writing on the wall.
0: They they the top of the show. He goes, "This is a sponsored by Squarespace commercial, uninterrupted because usually Mark drops ad Uh reads in there." So Squarespace got to be on. This is going to be the most downloaded podcast in the history
2: of anything. Oh, right, uh, of course, and for Mm -hmm. years, for years to come. Yeah, and and it's like,
0: oh, and by the way, he's in our festival. Yeah, ha ha!
1: Yeah, too bad he couldn't. Obama.
0: Yeah, yeah. Too yeah, bad I, he's doing the comedy night. Yeah. He's going to do the Phil Hendry yeah, show.
1: It's too bad he couldn't save <laughs> the, the uh, Yeah, he's like, come on, Mark, Can you <laughs> save that interview for the festival. Yeah, come really? on,
2: live for the live stream in front of 100 at yeah. a hundred people a hundred people. It was. It was. Uh, it's
0: incredible. It was so amazing, and uh, it just shows you, like. How everything is changing. Uh I, I have a I have a good friend of mine I went to to college with who's a cop in Phoenix, Arizona. And I, you know, he listens to podcasts mm-hmm. and uh he was starting to tell me, you know, he's he was pretty conservative. He was like, you know, I still sometimes feel like, oh, you gotta pull yourself up by your bootstraps. But he goes, you know, the immigration issue is so big here in Arizona and people are coming here from a poor country doing a job that none of us would want to do. Yeah. Cleaning something, selling fruit on the freeway Mm -hmm, or whatever, mm -hmm. because that's 10 times better than what it is back home. Mm -hmm. He goes, so I've, I've even started to expand my view and, and look at things differently. And you know, Oh wow. Like, Whoa, Mm -hmm. wait a minute. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah,
1: the political parties don't like that. No, they They don't don't like an evolved view.
0: Well, yeah. Mark Mark said the same thing in the interview. He goes, you know, I came up doing a lot of left-wing radio and I realized that even that was yeah. off. You of know? course. Everyone of just course. had this, the left-wing when the when the war in, in Iraq and Afghanistan started, just had this like,
2: ah, no. Any point of view that's like, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong is like not, yeah. not right or nuanced. But I was going to say like- it's changing for sure, but it also seems like it goes in waves because it's my understanding that 50 years ago, you know, there's Walter Cronkite and there's news reporting that had some weight and some, um, you know, here, he, yes, here are some facts. And also there's a there's a point of view here, but without preaching and screaming and the you know, like all. You know, so many politics is like, but they're fat and they're, you know, like just you have to put it in some weird, you know, pill that I think people aren't wanting, but it's like what's being broadcast as if that's what people want. And there's also a history of comedy in politics That is so strong of like comics like early on, like um, Daguerre, um, who invented daguerreotyping, which led to photography, was a political cartoonist who, you know, like in France would be like thrown in jail. You know, like you make a cartoon about the king of France and so you're in jail. Like that's how powerful comedy is. Because the whole role of comedy is to say, you know what? I'm actually gonna I see what how everyone's looking at this. I'm coming in a side door. Right. I'm telling the truth about this. I'm actually giving a further out perspective than anyone here seems to be looking at. And then people go, Oh, that I find that refreshing. That's great, and that's well, what's happening. Well, Lenny
0: Bruce always said, you know, to be a comedian you had to have a built-in bullshit detector. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's what And we-
2: if no if the network, if Fox News is not paying your check you can say whatever you want you know like yeah. that's what's so great about right. a guy in a garage and you can like him or not like him or not listen to him but yeah, if you, you go, like him it's because oh he says yeah. and, well the you, truth you or go or all something. the
1: way back to Shakespeare and every jest mm-hmm. lies half a truth mm-hmm. so you know when you're listening to a comedian they're, they're not bullshitting you there's, mm-hmm. there's right. truth there um so, well, that's, you know, we're very. So,
2: podcasts we, are stupid. We yeah, agree. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Stop listening to no. <laughs> It's not going anywhere.
1: Go back to traditional media.
2: Yeah. <laughs> get your cable TV um. back up and running. <laughs> Listen to your morning radio show. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop talking because I'm a girl. <laughs>
1: No, you have to do the
0: news.
2: <laughs> I'll, I'll be back for the news. <laughs> <Yeah>. that <was laughs> and that will just, Dwyer. good one, guys.
0: Bill <laughs> <laughs> Dwyer's great bit was always, it was always the girl had the regular name. It was always Flapjack, Whiskey, and Helen. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> Hi, you guys, I'm Helen. Okay, I'll stop talking. Oh, shut you. up, broads you are can, dumb. <laughs> you can hear on there when they're like, do- when she chimes in, that's like a da-da-da. And you can see him in the room like, oh, we
1: talking. Yeah, yeah, no, no, news talking. is over. Stop.
2: No, that was funny. News. Yeah, wear something we're, tighter. We're funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're just here to pass out yeah. stickers and a halter yeah. top when the van's at the at the bar on 4th Street. Helen, <laughs> <laughs> shut up, Helen. Oh, the K-Rock van is going to be out of <laughs> Helen's going to be in a tight top giving out stickers, mm-hmm. if oh. you know what I mean. I mean, she's going to be giving out stickers. Yeah,
0: that's exactly what I said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man So right. let's uh,
1: Let's get moving. Let's talk t- Let's talk about Which one do you want to start with You want to do uh did you
0: guys
2: do inside out Let's do out? inside
1: out Now I saw this with the entire family On Father's Day And I, I Me too say, I was sitting
2: right behind them Right
1: <laughs> We bring uh, Lara with us you Well
2: yeah,
0: And uh, Just never put her in the same room Yeah, row. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad The
2: kids are starting to ask Yeah <laughs> She looks familiar Nope nope yeah, no, nope Never Probably seen her did. We don't know her Don't <laughs> talk Don't look at her yeah. Don't look at her <laughs>
1: So I'll tell you, this is one of those movies that um, I thought it was fantastic. It, it's it's no. Pixar at its best. <laughs> You're stupid. Here's why. Bulletin. It was. It was. It was. I think it's one of Pixar's best. And what I love about them is when they hit that um, note of like, well, is this a kids movie or is it? You know, it's a. Mm. Is it a kids movie that adults can enjoy? But I, I really felt this one went completely on the other direction of where. This is kind of a movie for adults that kids can also enjoy. It got really deep into really? psychology it, and growing up. If and- you
2: were a freshman in college taking a class in neurology, it would be a great movie for you to watch. <laughs> about how I mean, it was almost like an incredibly brilliant way to explain how just how the brain works, how memories are formed. How why we're happy or sad and why we need to sort of have a balance of emotions. Like, it really got, I was like, wow. I mean, if they had had, you know how in uh, Harry Potter she'll use, like, the Latin base of words that, so later when you learn that word, you go, oh, I kind of know that word from Harry Potter, whatever big words. If they had gone that far as to, you know, they'll go, oh, this is long-term memory, but if they had, like, a funny term that was actually neurologically, based, that would be like the next step where you go, oh, now I actually understand about the hemispheres and the, you know, was, everything was, in the brain. It was
1: that complex. They're caught in the amygdala. Yeah, yeah it was it was really wow. fascinating. But they just call it Amy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, yeah. like if it, that would be the next step. Like right. it, it stopped just before that point. But
1: but the way like they went through like how memories are formed and what like is like a core memory that affects your personality and all these things. Like you have told.
2: five, you have some <laughs> certain number of core memories and that's yeah. who you are and, and you're like... Oh, it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the way and, like, like a memory's happy. Yeah.
2: And then maybe later like it can become sad. It can become melancholy. You, like, oh I mi- I love my friend, I'm happy. And then like, oh I miss my friend, and I'm sad And then the sad. color changes
1: on the memory and it matches like the character that's in her head. It's it's amazing. And it's also,
2: <laughs> crazy.
1: It it's uh it was I was definitely tearing up in this movie. I cried in, I was like some places.
0: Obama bullshit
1: yeah. To yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. But what thanks,
2: I thanks Mark Maron. What, what I just
1: loved about it is it, it just it just hit like and this is Pete Doctor, the director who also uh, did Up, and he just knows how to get you. Oh, <laughs> he yeah. really knows how to get you. And you know, obviously John Lasseter is involved in every aspect of it as well. But this was the kind of movie where you know this is another perfect like uh this is like a perfect family summer animated movie it really is it's like what i love about pixar movies too is we went early in the day there were families there but there was half the crowd was couples or people that without kids and that's the pixar brand is they mm-hmm. just they'll get everybody in fact i've heard people tell me that uh they go to pixar movies late at night just so there'll be less kids in the audience right. like uh but they go to see these movies anyway and just out of the gate it's Toy funny the story Lewis... was a
2: great make-out movie yeah
1: louis <laughs> black is amy po- they're all really funny and, and but what <laughs> what i found fascinating is that like it wasn't as funny as I thought it would be because there were so many emotional moments and mm-hmm. emotional beats to it. So Poof. there were actually less jokes yeah. uh, because, uh, you know, they they d- had so many of these emotional beats in it. And just I love the way that everything related to something else, like that from the islands of personality to like the console that they would control when they each one – each emotion got to control the girl like you know you saw like the buttons and levers and there were all when these the girl was like cool sad
2: or happy or disgusted yeah. it was because a different emotion had like was, had, was taken over yeah so like if something's happening and like anger's like i gotta take over this yeah. like you go oh anger's in charge but there was such a great thing of like like it's explaining yourself to you like even as an adult like right. i'm i'm not young at all <laughs> and yeah. you're like Oh that is what happened. Yeah. Oh and when and kind of when you can't help like there's a point where sadness is like touching everything and everything's turning blue and it's and it's and it's sad and she's like I don't know what's happening. I'm just yeah, yeah. I'm kind of out of control and I was like oh yeah cuz sometimes you're just really sad and it's just coming on and I was like wow and seeing what's happening in her head and how it Mm-hmm. You know,
1: and then how, how her personality she's, she's changes as she's getting older. Or, it, it, it's it's amazing, and it's also so it
2: follows this girl's like whole life. Kind no, of? she's eleven.
1: It's eleven, oh. but it, it's, it's a, kind
2: of one year.
1: It's a key moment where like they move away from her hometown. Yeah. in San Francisco. Oh, right. Page ten. Yeah. <laughs> classic,
2: classic yep. structure. Like yep. sh- happy, blissful childhood. Everything's amazing. Parents are great. Good friends, plays hockey.
1: And it literally is self aware of the fact of like, what could go wrong? Yeah. And happy then you see kid. The sales oh, now she's 11. <laughs> yeah.
2: She, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then it was like, now we're in a new place. She doesn't know anybody. What? And so now, so it's like happy. It's also the movie within the movie or the story, you know, in her head is kind of an overbearing Happy, you know, who, like, ruled most of her childhood. And then the other emotions are finding their place. And Happy has to realize, oh, like, it doesn't make sense for just me to be in charge. Right, no,
1: like, her. her, we need to be happy all the time. We need to be happy all the time. That was the way she started, and then that was, you know, Rose, well, no, the other emotions play a role in controlling the girl. And if you suppress that, those emotions it doesn't work out as well.
2: Yeah. It's fascinating too of like on the level of, there's certain points in it where it's like, you know, we're like, let's say happy gets lost, like within the system, like happy, like joy is lost. And, if joy is lost forever, you know, and it's kind of showing inside the brain, sort of craters and cliffs, and you know, in in this way, that's all set up in a in a way that makes sense. The way like they're who's doing left it, fear, yeah. anger,
1: disgust, yeah. and they keep trying to emulate joy, and it never. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and just what's coming out of this yeah. girl's mouth is very different. Than, <laughs> but also, I was like, like you can draw these conclusions in such a smart way from this film because of what they've set up of like oh, there are some people who joy was just lost and they're criminals or depressives or, you know, like you can kind of like sort of like the premise that they set up for how the brain works is so solid that you can extrapolate any (laughs) understanding of, of of humanity, basically, because of how, like, oh, I see how that would actually work. Some people, maybe they're happy as just on steroids and bigger than other people or like it was really a fascinating kind of ride in the through the brain
1: and there was some really cool visuals too like each personality aspect was like a different amusement park like, yeah. And each one was like, like you looked at these different, like there was the, uh, there was the hockey amusement park because she played hockey. Then there was, uh, like
2: family. Family. And yeah, goofy a family Island. And,
1: and Goofy Island. And everyone looked like, goofy oh, I kind of want to go
2: there. Yeah. Like, you know, because you <laughs> it's looked, because you thing. looked
1: at it and every, you saw them from afar, but there was like rides and stuff to do and everything. Well, and it was really, how do memories amazing. get
2: forgotten? Like all these right, really right. interesting it things. It went into
1: everything, if, how the if, brain works. It was if fascinating. If I had
2: one criticism, which I must have, what? Just to be, <laughs> <laughs> I started getting a little claustrophobic, a little bit into it. Like around a half hour, I was like I gotta get out of this chick's head.
3: <laughs> like <laughs> not that it's small,
2: but I. And then they would, and they did move, and then it became mm. adventure. And you do see, you know, outside in the world, and you know, there's other fun things with her parents and stuff. But there was a point where I was like, you know, say ver- say versus like Toy Story or right. something that was like a full like you're in the world. I was starting to feel a little like. I got to get me out of this yeah. head. It's a, it's <laughs> like, okay. I'm I'm a little, like, I cannot keep watching these four emotions <laughs> running around. It's like. such a small
1: personal story, too. It's, yeah. That's what's amazing about it. It, like, it like looks epic in scale when you're inside the head, but really it's a personal story about, yeah. uh, you know, this girl well, dealing with so her So
2: I got a emotions. little, like, can we get in somebody else's
0: head? <laughs> what well, is how this? Did, how did your kids, like, after the movie, when you talked to your kids about it, did they, how did they... Process. especially isabella All i'm this, curious like heavy, the
2: older
1: you, you know what the um they, it didn't
2: come across as heavy they,
1: the, they, you could uh,
2: also see it as just fun little characters running around
1: they each took away different things oh interesting that's what was really interesting like you know my um six-year-old just saw it as like a fun um colorful kind of uh animated movie Whereas mm-hmm. uh you know my 10-year-old she saw the nuances more about you know the first thing she said is like yeah you can't really have joy the happiness without the sadness you need the sadness and like all the it was oh really God, that makes yeah, me cry yeah yeah she she literally she she nuanced it and she took that away What's
2: well, almost about her yeah. I mean it's yeah. her, about her age it's about it a girl I mean, she's
1: 10 and she really she said just like well it was one of her favorite movies she loved it
2: wow. did you tell her you're gonna move next year yeah. this is to, you?
1: <laughs> to Minnesota specifically this is your future. <laughs> I remember,
0: No, my parents got divorced when I was nine and we moved when I was 11 those were yeah. like and I it's
1: a formative time
0: I, yeah. I remember that like the,
2: my and vision formidable. of it is everything prior to nine was a blast. That's what this movie, this, it might make you cry from the beginning. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Be careful.
2: Go with someone.
1: Yeah, and it's yeah, apparent to see it too. Emotions. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, that's the. Yeah. yeah, you only need one. Just pick one. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> just, I'm a man, just, so I'm yeah. Only about just pick anger. anger. <laughs> yeah, just pick that. Oh, and they played around with that too. Like they started going into other people's heads, and there was a bus driver, and it was just all anger, and they were all ah. saying different
3: things. There
1: was a, they they go occasionally to other heads, but it was um it, it's a great movie. It's it, I, I'll tell you, Pixar. You know, they there was a couple you know like well that was okay like like cars it's not that great but inside out is is like is one of their best and i really think it's it's the one of the pinnacles of the uh um of their their entire library i it, it's just i loved it. i'm gonna see it again we'll probably buy it and um, i'm gonna see I'm sure it next week we with missed. my nieces yeah oh. they're gonna they're gonna love yeah it too, i was I'm just sure. like
2: i want to see this with these three little girls yeah. Cause I I think it's one of those like I to this day still think about the Muppet movie.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Cause I and it has informed how I think about goals and dreams and right. trying and you know, mm-hmm. it it hit me at the age where it like <laughs> I'm such a dork, but like lives in my heart. Right <laughs> and I, and yeah. I always, you know, cause it, it hits that like you know i'm got, you just got to go for your dreams and like i would imagine you know for, like for your daughter maybe her age 9 10 11 12 like to see this movie i would think forever you would just have this new sense of like oh at the end of the day your memories download and right. at the you know oh your core like i would start thinking about what are my core things or like oh now i can see this memory There's the idea of it being explained to you that a memory can be totally happy and then later become sad just because, like, you miss that person or, you know, or something. Or the dog isn't here anymore or whatever. This movie's
1: going to stick with her for sure. And uh, I remember, too, one of the things she said at the end of the movie was, like, why was mommy crying so much? Because she moved at a younger age. And it's like she said, everything that happened, she just kind of related to and what was going on with the girl and how she was upset in a new school and it was yeah. it was unbelievable. Aww. It was so good.
2: But also near the end, if you're not crying, you're just a monster. Yeah. <laughs> you're just a monster. There's a real gut punch yeah. in there that's yeah. like... <gasps> Oh, but of course that has to happen. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's calculated from <laughs> that the also, beginning.
2: You that know, also explains everything. Oh, my God.
1: That's the first page they write yeah. when they make these. Yeah, um, yeah. But it was... They get it, it you. Yeah, it was really, really well done. And it was the kind of movie, too, when you look back on... Uh, if, if you're a kid, you look back on the movies that kind of shaped your childhood, this is one that you'll remember.
2: I'll bet. For sure.
0: Um, all right. Well, let's talk about Dope.
1: Okay. Now, I heard good things about
0: this movie.
2: I really... Hold my weed, man.
0: ...really liked this movie. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, What's it about?
2: uh, Okay,
0: it's about uh, a couple of... Three teenage kids who are probably 15 years old Mm. who live in Inglewood. It's present day, but they're obsessed with 90s hip-hop culture.
2: Amazing. So they,
0: you know, go to vinyl stores and they... Or they get CDs and... They have uh, VHS tapes of like Yo MTV Raps. Really, it is. It is. It's one of these movies that is so inventive. At the end of it, it was. Like, I remember like the first time I saw Brick. Mm-hmm. And after the movie, I was like, "Did I really just yeah. see an amazing film noir movie that took place in, in a, a high school in a high school suburb?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. this is
1: like this is like hip hop
0: hipster nerds. That's the, it's, it's, and to me, I'm, I'm looking up the, the, the director. But in a good way. But yeah. <laughs> and yeah, they are nerds. Yeah. Right. They are nerds. And so they get picked on. Um, and the director, Rick uh, Yiwa, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that. Bless you. <laughs> yeah. uh, directing that correctly. Here's his, here's um, the movies he's directed. Our Family Wedding, Brown Sugar, and The Wood are the main movies. So those are all sort of uh, black themed movies, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like, as is this kind of, but I feel like this movie was, he wrote and directed this. My guess is, this is like, hey, this is what it's like for me. It goes to back, actually, to the to the the top of the Obama-Mark Marin interview, where Obama talks about, you know, his journal as it was, a 20-year-old, where he's like, you know, I had to... You know, because my mom's white and I grew up in Hawaii, there's these ideas. You know, I'm supposed to fit into all of these. Mm. Oh, you're a black man, so you should be this. And mm-hmm. white people are expecting you to be this way. Other black people are expecting you to be this way. So I feel like the director really wanted to say, "I want to, I want to tackle this in a funny way," mm. um, but really went into the like, you know, I'm a nerd. I'm a black nerd. And like so they're riding their BMX bikes, you know, and he's got a high top kid and play uh-huh, fade uh-huh, and, uh-huh. and the drug dealers and gangbangers are all like, we can't go down this street, we can't go down that street. And um it's it's got hilarious moments, but with this like um these little like heavy social commentary mm. moments. Like they're talking about the N-word and they're talking to this white dude. And this white dude's like, why, you guys can call me that, but I can't call you. Mm-hmm. And it's a funny scene, but it makes mm-hmm. you go, hmm. Yeah. You know, the filmmaker wanted to go, I want to address this. Right. And I want to address the fact that, you know, the, one of the school counselors uh, at his school, who's a, who's a you know, an educated black man, but is like, you really think you're getting into Harvard? And and it's a funny scene, but it shows like, I, have all these tough things coming against me and yet you ex- you keep expecting me like and there's fucking so much funny shit <laughs> the lead character they're like he's his nickname is i forget what it's called is like um it's called white mike or something like he's he's, he's
1: uh, <laughs> that's uh, really uh, his nickname white <laughs> mike, mike, yeah. but
0: mike
2: white suit but it's, <laughs> it's um,
0: <laughs> his name is um where is it uh the character's name uh is anyway, he's made fun of because I make fun because people say I like white things and they list off the things and it's like Manny's? I, You know, it's like, um, God, what were the jokes? It was like stereotypical white things and Danny Glover.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, fall out of your chair.
0: Uh, That's
2: awesome. I you can't know? wait to see it.
0: And then he gets, you know, there's like Drugs are put into his bag by mistake, and what does he do, and mm. how does he get out of it? It literally, and it had like all of those movies from the 90s. Like, mm. I felt like it was a combination of like house party, three o'clock high, uh, with some boys in the hood.
2: Mm, interesting, like, and you're just like,
0: it was there's like, and then you know, he's 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 got a I got to meet with the counselor that could potentially help this business guy, uh, this this black businessman from my neighborhood who can help me get into Harvard because he went there and I got him. And then oh, and there's a schedule and and they're on BMX bikes and they're so nerdy. Um, and like one of their crew is the other thing of like any nerd, you're all your friends, you're all outcasts. Mm-hmm. So his one buddy is this is the guy from um, who was in. Oh, Names, you're driving me crazy. Um like Rick Fox is in it. Um the uh the kid that was in um what was the last uh Wes Anderson movie that just came out?
1: A Grand Budapest I think?
0: Yes. Who played the young assistant, the, 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 oh, the Middle okay. Eastern? Oh, kid. oh yeah. Right, so he's one of his buddies, so he's oh, been, great. and they joke about we don't even what are you fucking from Morocco? You're right. you know, <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> no one even knows his ethnicity, and then uh a lesbian who looks like a boy. hmm And they're all freak weirdo
2: outcasts who just want to be nerds. But so a little bit
1: of Revenge of the Nerds, A little too. bit of
2: Revenge of mm-hmm. the Nerds. It feels n- Napoleon Dynamite, um, like yes. Elements. Elements. It's got Elements. elements of, it sounds amazing. All those quirky movies. Like, you know, like House
0: Party yeah. was hilarious and it was fun and had little social commentary mm-hmm. jokes mm-hmm. in there, like, you know, like why are you disrespecting women this way? Why do you talk about women this way? House party had some fun jokes mm-hmm. like that. That also were like, you gotta know, think about this. Kind of like what you were saying earlier about how the comedians and 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 satire makes you,
2: yeah, you got to think about. That's it.
0: how you get a message. Yeah, that's True. how you get a message across. And so this was like, I see why this was was had done so well at Sundance and some of the other festivals because mm-hmm. it makes you laugh and you go, you come away this going, wow, yeah, you know. He he shouldn't be, you know. Like, why does a, a a black man have to fit into this? And other black people put him into that mm-hmm. to, to that stereotype. White people put him into that stereotype, and he's like, no, how? Why can't I be all of these things? You know. And it's it's, but the way they handle it, that's so great. And then there's just like the drug dealing and and how to handle that and the economics and the corruption of that. And I mean, it's like it's it's really. It's a really fun, inventive. It's just one of those things where you're like, oh, I, and I. You could almost like this filmmaker. I'm sure got these other scripts and went, okay, you you want me to make the wood? Sure, sure, I'll make it. I'll, uh, you know what I mean? I'll I'll, I'll do brown Like sugar. this was his. This was heart. like I'm making this, and Today. and it's the executive producers are Pharrell Williams, who does a lot of the mm-hmm. music in it. Oh and, wow, uh, Sean Combs. P Diddy, mm-hmm.
1: D- never heard of him. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and Forrest Whitaker does the the voiceover. So you felt like <laughs> they went like I'm sure Pharrell Williams was like, I am down with what you're saying oh, that's in this great. because I have to battle this. I'm sure right. like uh, I'm I'm trying to do you know hip hop and R and B, but I you know I, what I got to talk about guns and hoochie right. mamas yeah, yeah, and yeah, bling yeah. bling. Yeah. Like I don't want to. So it's 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 such an amazing film, and it it's one of these movies. That I one of I love doing this podcast is I love telling people about a movie like this that might not have
1: Got, gone under the radar.
0: Would have gone right. on the radar a little bit. I don't know how wide the release is, but man, go see this movie. It's hilarious. Also, the soundtrack is all '90s hip yeah. hop that I love. That's
2: yeah. That's you know, gotta be
0: great. Does uh,
1: it have Kid and Play on the soundtrack? Uh,
2: is there breakdancing? dancing? Uh, no, <laughs> but there's
0: great moments where he's talking about he's. It's like the '90s was was you know brought up all these things that the, the the lead character and this one like gangbanger goes yeah but motherfucking Vanilla Ice and MC Hammer also came out of that era yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like, it's like,
3: it's
0: be discerning yeah, yeah. it's amazing it's so, would you say it's that dope is, that is a counterpoint I would say, I would say it's dope oh yeah. that's nice um, but yeah it's this movie man go see it it's it's everything that like it's such a great. Yes, it made oh, me it's go. So this good. is why I love movies. I love when a filmmaker
1: so comes grim. in with a
2: point of view that, like, only they could have. Right. Like. Also, for like now when there's the time in film where there's so much complaining about why is everything this huge blockbuster without right. heart and why is everything... And it's like, well, not everything is. Like, no. take it, a second to it's see... It's just
1: harder to find yeah. the stuff that, you know... Yeah, take a
2: moment. There's you know, other movies being made. Well, I know, I, know, I just
1: That said. aren't on Burger King
0: cups.
2: Well, yeah. Right. It's, it's <laughs> it's there's, not- there are movies that are not on Burger King cups. <laughs> right, and I, I don't know if it's necessarily <laughs> The more you
0: harder know. ...harder to find. I think you film fans... Uh, and we'll get into this a fan feedback section because this one fan's all mad that Greg Greg I forget his name said was all mad that we liked um, Dinosaurs. That we liked dinosaurs. Uh, Gregory Hare was like, You guys, because you're you're saying how great Jurassic Park is, you're supporting these awful movies and 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 if you don't like Transformers, how can you like this? <laughs> and <laughs> and and the, the fact that you guys all like this on the Facebook page, you are, this is why these movies keep being made. Great theory. Um, Greg, here's what it is these are giant multinational conglomerates that these are huge franchises and that are run
1: by marketing departments. They're run by
0: marketing mm-hmm. departments, and it, it's not even about domestic box office. They have to play overseas they, to China specifically.
2: Avengers. Yeah, Marvel, Any all the blow-em-ups they have to play now, in China. I yeah, I mean,
1: there's definitely, you make some good points in your email, for sure. And one of the things that I will say is that uh, films as an art form, uh, they can create an emotional reaction. Like, with Jurassic Park, did you have enough fun, and was it um, compelling and entertaining enough that you overlook its many, many flaws? Right. And that's the question, really, as it comes up. Um, is Are you able to forgive the um, poor storytelling and the two-dimensional characters Mm -hmm. and all that stuff because did you have fun at a summer blockbuster movie and this time it was yes the transformers movies however it is so incompetent and so horrible and that filmmaking (laughs) is so poor that there's literally nothing to enjoy in that you have uh anything from uneven tones characters that make no sense from one scene to the other you have bloated overblown uh, giant fights that last for an hour uh, that are all <laughs> take place in a computer. It's, it, I don't want to say it's apples and oranges, but it is a different emotional reaction to and, it. And, and, and it's also a different, I, I will say, not that Jurassic Park is great filmmaking, but it is more competent than the Transformers. And
2: it's digital sure. apples and CGI oranges.
0: Exactly.
3: <laughs>
1: yes.
2: And to say this, Gregory, too, the summer popcorn
0: movie <clears throat> has always been there. Yeah. From day one, it was a Western. It was a, it was, it was big. The big studio movies. Did
2: Beach Blanket Bingo? They did. Movies have and known they, that kids are not in school in the summer for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> and they buy popcorn. Yes, they understand. No, yeah. but also
1: they also had various degrees of competency to them. There's some great popcorn movies. There's some horrible beach popcorn blanket bingo. movies. Yeah. You know. with
2: dinosaurs. Right. You know, you can have that movie. Yeah, <laughs> that would <be> <laughs> I
1: would see that. Be, you beach
2: know, Blanket Shark Party with
1: dinosaurs and <laughs> yeah. popcorn on beach. a beach.
2: Let's start marrying those Beach Blanket Sharknado. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be like
0: a charade. <laughs> We're
2: singing and playing volleyball. Ah!
0: Starring Raptor Funicello. <laughs> 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 #Hashtag Our- Raptor
2: Funicello. <laughs> some- <laughs> and you put some social consciousness in. Why is everybody making fun of Diane just because she's a raptor? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> their friend is a dinosaur. But here's the thing, you know, she's just
0: new to school. So yeah. Gregory <laughs> Gregory Hare, you bring up good points, but um, also these big franchises. They they're going to do a one billion dollars in merchandising, mm-hmm. and that's never going. That that is when the corporations took over the studios in the late seventies, early eighties. This is what is the result. Yeah, of that.
1: there's never yeah. Go, there's a Lego version of Jurassic Park. There's not going to be a Lego version of Dope.
0: Like John, uh, what was it? Um, uh, not without a big petition. What had right. <laughs> campaign? What was not without thing? a lot of write-ins. John Carpenter, the Mars guy. Yeah. Right. Okay, that tanked at the domestic box office, but mm-hmm. it still turned a profit internationally. So these movies are not going it's away. all
2: they care about. John
1: Carter. Now, John Carter, interesting thing about it, had some very competent moments in it, too. It was re- some really interesting science fiction. Ultimately, got bloated and uh, held down in its own you know, CGI madness. But mm-hmm. there was still a compelling, classic story, science fiction story, underneath that.
0: I, and, I, and I'll say this too and, and this is the, to go back to the initial point here is um, you had to be living in a cave to not know Jurassic was coming out right or Avengers or any of these big movies because like you say it's on a Burger King cup it's right. on yeah. the it's it's everywhere it's, they bought uh, yeah. ad had time on the inside of your eyelids you feel, right? yeah. <laughs> you feel like
2: you've seen it even yeah. though you just yeah. saw
0: 80 trailers yeah. like you didn't actually see it but a movie like Dope um, it's not harder to find you just have to make some effort. So Gregory, you know, your posts are great and keep making them. Yes. And we appreciate that. And then go see Dope.
1: Still valid opinion. Absolutely. Valid opinion,
0: but then go see Dope because this movie is worth your money. And this is a and these mid-size, these small and mid-size movies, the box office is crucial. Mm-hmm. Because if it's not going to go international, Yeah. And also, internationally, are people going to get these subtle nuances about a
2: specific culture in a specific part of los angeles <laughs> yeah love and mercy is not gonna conquer china no it's not but right. you can go see it yeah. and have a good time right um so uh check out dope and and thanks for your post greg
1: um also uh we can talk <laughs> sorry for, for yelling at you but thanks <laughs> for your post. let's talk to Lara about what she has going on Girl. on the um how to hate yourself <laughs>
2: well let's talk, let's,
1: let's talk about how to hate yourself
2: <laughs> okay well, i'm this well, is hilarious i'm gonna tie it in with what we were saying about i cannot handle one more earnest line like in politics like i can't handle one more hey just love yourself so i have a campaign called how to hate yourself <laughs> um i have a website howtohateyourself.com i couldn't believe it was available <laughs> um, um but i've had this character in mine for years so i've i've shot these videos where it's like a motivational speaker that's like i you have to learn how to compare yourself to other people and she really makes the point as my favorite sort of comedy does is like okay you have a little voice inside right of doubt right. and fear like oh man, i don't know maybe i can't do that and no matter what you do you meditate. Believe me, I know. You meditate. You gurus, workshops, right? Love the affirmations mm-hmm. on the but whatever it is, it never goes away. Why? Because it's right. <laughs> So I'll teach you how to turn up the volume on that voice of doubt and fear because that's your guiding voice. You're here to hate yourself. Like, we're all like, why are we here? Why? What's the point? You're here to hate yourself. It's so obvious. You're born with so much to hate. You're born into a family who you hate, right? Your weird cousin and what's with your dad. And they hate you're, you. You're born with a body to hate. It's just magazines mm-hmm. point out all the flaws in your body, and that's how they stay in business and that's your body you're born with a mind hate how many people are smarter than you a lot here's the question do you have everything you could ever want you would if you were better so that's where you start with self-hate and i give you i have videos where i give you all kinds of great techniques like for one and there's one like you don't, even if you feel good about something, like, oh, man, I feel great. I just sold that project for $100,000, but it wasn't $200,000. Like, there's always a way to hate yourself. Like, it's for everyone, <laughs> not just for people with problems. So I have a solo show that has been – It's all the shows have sold out at the Hollywood Fringe Festival – and uh, directed by Craig Anton, who's amazing. Oh, Craig's so funny. He's, He's so, so great. Gotta get him on a show. And yeah, he, definitely. oh, he would love it. And he really tempered the show because it's this how to hate yourself character. And she comes out. I brought you guys merch. I brought your tank top that I want a picture of you. And, and Chris, I have a little more respect for you. So I brought you a tote.
1: <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> I'm not
2: going to make you.
1: Thank you. So you know,
2: much. but somebody, somebody came to my show. I, I throw merch out of the beginning, just like a motivational speaker does. I have my face on M&Ms. I've had to hate yourself M&Ms. Did you
0: give us a couple other items? And
2: stickers. Yeah. If you want to sell some on the website of limited supply, meaning like three, like t-shirts, but we have very limited edition. T- I mean, I can always order more, but um, yeah. <laughs>
1: could give them away with some gift packs.
2: Yeah, you can you want, put them in a... I tell a, you what,
0: let's, what, how many do we have? Three? One, two, three?
2: You have three. You have a tote and a, a, tote and a white tee and a red tee. Uh, here's tea. what
0: we do. The next three people to buy either a Hit Clown shirt or a Hello Junkie shirt... The red tee is a V-neck, you guys. A V-neck. Uh, we'll, get, we'll get one of these items. Excellent. So go, go buy those.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And we'll I'm gonna to sift do through
1: all the thrilling adventure hour DVD orders,
2: <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> but
0: you'll stand out because yeah. you, won't, <laughs> you won't be the thing we've been filling for two weeks
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> that's awesome, so I, this is the this is what I, I, I love how much it tickled you. Oh, it's so funny because it's great. I, this is why, as we talked about earlier, this is why I love a comics brain. I love the way. You know, because I I know you personally, I know you've done this. (laughs) You went to India.
2: Every fucking thing. (laughs) Yeah, you've done all of it. You
1: teach meditation. Not only do you meditate, you teach
2: meditation. I go all the way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Go all the way with it. And then, so then still... You know, you still have this doubt in your in your head. I still have it. I mean, I was everybody. Just, I was doing the same thing. I was when you were saying, I was like, God damn, I do yoga. <laughs> what I do, do I need to and do? What the fuck.
1: Yeah, and I still there, have TMJ.
0: Yeah, there are was, no more support groups. <laughs> oh God, I'm still like. Earbuds is going to fail. I <laughs> fucking hate it. It's not going to be dumb Because it
2: is. <laughs> just to have... Because I can hear someone say hate yourself all day long, and I can laugh at the absurdity of like, oh, I should go out. Like, Because a lot of her tips, it's just stuff everybody does. Like, Facebook is a great way to hate yourself. Did someone... Look, your cousin went to the park and had a great time. You went to the park, but you didn't have that good a time. <laughs> hate yourself. You don't live as well. Like, cause everybody does that. Like there's studies show Look, someone's you, on vacation. On you Facebook. just get depressed. Oh, she said, yes. Oh, my life is over. You've, you've been happily married for 13 years. you like, every thing triggers us into, Oh, I don't have that. And, and so I was like, Oh, I just want to cultivate that and go, yeah, exactly. Even George Clooney, <laughs> you're not Bill Gates. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You cannot, I go into the audience and I'm like, I'm like, how many Olympic gold medals do you have? None? Hate yourself. Have you ever walked on the moon? No. Hate yourself. Like, because all day long, your brain is coming up with hypothetical things that you've never, like, you can watch Inside Out and go, oh, I didn't write Inside Out. Like, oh, well, what have I what done I with myself? It's like, is, the, well, that wasn't your
0: I don't know. Path. I don't know. The thing that I love about it, and I'm, I'm assuming this is the, the end game, is it's a very funny way to go, oh, it's ridiculous when I think that way. Yes. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. Like
2: Some people don't get that.
0: That's- <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes. Ideally, you see the absurdity and you laugh. And then when you see yourself doing it again, you, go, you know, at the grocery store and you're like, oh, that guy's really ripped. I've really let myself go. Oh, I'm doing that thing. I'm just taking, right. I'm just looking at something that's none of my business. And just, oh, I don't have that. I guess I'm, I'm a loser you know, in the, some
0: way. The, the, the self-help stuff of find uh, the gratitude and everything. It's exhausting. It
2: is. Like, that, that <laughs> and sentiment. It's, and
1: it's a huge multi-marketing business Sure. Campaign. And it's not f- – Self-help exactly. is a pyramid scheme.
2: Well, the, it is. And there's also – so there's – and the reviews of my show have been so awesome. It's exactly what I wanted. Like it's, exa- it's people are like, I went in knowing it would be funny, but it also really moved me. And people have been like, uh, cause I also tell, you know, it's not this character for an hour. It's also my story, but it's framed in this way. So it's like, it's like I'm one of her star students and telling my story. And when it gets really sad, she comes back out again. Hey, isn't she great? And it's like <laughs> hardcore. And I get all these comics like Janine Garofalo and on video and, Guy Branham and Baron Vaughn and Dave Hill and all these great comics as if I've worked with them to help them hate themselves and I didn't get to use the whole clip but like Baron Vaughn was like I'm I'm in a Netflix show called Grace and Frankie and Laura pointed out to me I'm not Grace or Frankie (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like what does it really even matter and like because that's what your mind does like years ago when i starred on a show on mtv so it's like it was my first showbiz job i'm starring on mtv and i felt good for half a second and my brain i swear to you said which well, is cable right like you can't give yourself a break yeah so, yeah, so this is my movement, and you uh, think it would be a good podcast? Yeah, How to Hate Yourself as yes, a podcast? Because mm-hmm. it's, I smell two guests. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's, it's
2: so great because
0: it's the best. Like, to me, you know, I have personally learned to find the gratitude in things, but yeah. God, that new age shit just sometimes makes me go, shut up. Like, and, I want to go. And they're the worst people. Yeah, you're dumb. Yeah. You're like, I want to say. Dumb. Yeah, you're, I, when, when I do say that, I just like. Like, I was I kind it's of, cloying. I was in a yoga class last uh, late October, early November. Mm-hmm. So, we name just, drop. named,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> And we had just come off, you know, California's in a huge drought. Last mm-hmm. summer, mm-hmm. going into the fall, was a huge drought. And some woman, you know, the, the teacher before every class was like, anybody got anything? Everyone's like, oh, I hurt my shoulder and mm-hmm, I can't, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. So, this woman goes, I just wanted to say that, you know, this, this um, uh, high priestess uh, who brings rain. You know, did a ceremony, and there, there's going to be rain this weekend. So that's I,
1: not an injury.
0: Oh God, you're a, to- <laughs> a not an injury. B yeah. e, oh, you mean it's going to start raining in, in the beginning of the fucking rainy season in California? Like shut because
1: up. Someone did a rain dance
0: every November. It
2: starts raining. well. The high priestess, and well, I was just yeah. like, lady, yeah. I the level oh. of the taking yourself too seriously. Another thing, because I have um I have a little like a booklet it will turn into a book and i have like you know all these sort of points she makes but she's one of my favorite things about her she's constantly trademarking things that you know make a <laughs> we're going to we're going to make People who are better than you, the list, trademarked. Like, you can't <laughs> you trademark the word list, trademarked. And, and that is trademarked. is like, the way James Brown would, like, find his yeah. band in the middle she, of a show. Yeah, one is, like, my motto is show a man his flaws, he'll hate himself for a day. But teach a man a system to constantly identify and focus on his flaws, he'll hate himself for life. And that is trademarked. <laughs> and just, just the M&Ms and coffee mugs and water bottles and onesies. <laughs> like, I just. On my on the How to Hate Yourself website, there's a whole page of fake merch that's like top hats. Oh, <laughs> oh, everything's a hundred dollars. <laughs> like monocles, applesauce, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> just like trademarked. Yeah, it just makes me laugh. because so much of it is like, and I am here to sell this to you. Janine in her video said she's like I. Got so much from Laura after she asked me for money. <laughs> like it's just so it's skewering that, and it's my story. I don't know. I'm really happy about it. So right. how to what's hate the, yourself is website? my new movement. How to hate yourself How to hate
1: yourself.com. I All got right. videos. Check. All right. Well, we uh we have an ad read.
2: Oh yeah, we have an ad of read. Reading yourself. Spe- yeah.
1: <laughs> you know why you don't hate yourself
0: as much? Because you're on a new mattress. Oh, dude. I love this. This is no joke. Casper mattresses. <laughs> I, these guys sent me a mattress about a month or so ago. No way. But, Graham, they can cost well over $1,500. Oh, not the Casper, friend. Not the friend. Casper ones. Um, Shipped it to my house in a box. You unravel it, and it's sort of this new kind of memory foam. And uh so I've been sleeping on it now for a month, like two months maybe. Mm-hmm. And I have had... Always have had sleep issues because one, my brain, I can't shut it down. So the minute I wake up for any reason, I'm up. Right. Um, and the traveling, hotel beds, different time zones, weird food, messes with my sleep cycle. Right. So I've been home actually the last couple months working on earbuds. I've been on the road very little. Mm-hmm. And um,
1: are you sleeping better?
0: No joke. I'm not sleep. If you were to ask me this without an ad read, I would say the same thing. I am sleeping, it is and I do a lot of physical activity, and then i'm I'm also sitting either on a plane or at a computer right so it can I can get
1: we're filling dVD
0: or <laughs> running around this garage <laughs> filling DVD orders. Um, yeah, we need to start hiring people to help with that
1: yeah uh, <laughs> but so what are you my- doing later, Laura?
0: <laughs>
2: Real busy, yeah, real busy. <laughs> but
0: I've been sleeping on this, and it has literally—I've noticed a difference. And I'm—I'm. I'm, they have the hundred-day guarantee. If after a hundred days you don't like it, you can send it back. I am not sending it back. And they said in their in their literature that came in the box. It's, it's a, like latex foam and memory foam, right, together? Yeah. So I've slept on memory foam on certain hotels, and I, I've always really liked memory foam. This, this is a little firmer at first. And they say, look, give it a couple weeks. It's probably going to be completely different for your body to adjust to. And now I'm sleeping like weird soreness and aches and stuff like mm. that have gone
2: away. I, 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 I love these mattresses. How is it well, for doing it? It is good. It's a good do-it mattress? It is a good,
0: <laughs> it's a good do-it What
1: size did you get? You, uh, got, the, you got, got the queen? A queen. I queen. got a queen. I got a queen. So there's plenty of room. Move yeah. around. It's great. Now, I... Uh,
2: <laughs> for doing it? No, I just what been
1: moving around in your sleep.
2: Yeah. When you're doing it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How is it for multiple positions? Do they, yeah. cow, yeah. do they have a cow
2: king do it?
1: <laughs> Magic? <laughs> a cow king do yeah, it. Yeah,
0: California king. From- oh. I might
2: be... Doing it with my top. Yeah. Ow.
0: <laughs> what if you're having a bunch of people over to do it? <laughs> I just know you get how it is. For doing... Oh, yeah, yeah. How do you get fifty dollars <laughs> off?
1: Uh, promo code O R G Y and. uh <laughs> Nice, <laughs> uh, but actually, our comedy film nerds fans, you do get fifty dollars off for reals. So you get uh, you go to casper.com slash comedy film nerds and use the promo code comedy film nerds and fifty dollars off your mattress. They'll ship it. That's the great thing about you know these guys are like, well, I don't wanna, I don't want to get a mattress without trying it out. But you've got like a hundred days, and, and
0: they'll, you can, they'll they'll you can send it back free shipping if you yeah, if you're not happy.
1: Painless returns. They they'll make it easy for if you don't like it. So check it out. They're so much cheaper. It's 500 for a twin size, 950 for a king size. And you're going to get $50 off anyway. So check it out. Casper.com um, slash Comedy Film Nerds. Do it. Hashtag sleep. <laughs> Hashtag sleep it.
2: Hashtag do it. Hashtag. <laughs> uh,
1: so now one of the things I want to talk about is there's only one DVD coming out. And I really want you to pull this up because uh, I, I want you to read the description because it's absolutely hilarious. It's got... Uh, you could tell this was like, uh, well, we can just kind of send this overseas. It's called Whoa. Survivor. Uh, now read the description.
0: A foreign service officer in London tries to prevent a terrorist attack set to hit New York, but is forced to go on the run when she is framed for crimes she did not commit. Wait, what?
1: It's um, it's kind of like, well, we really need a low budget Born Identity with uh, Achy- <laughs> yeah isn't it Mil uh, Mela is in yeah, it and i, I think Piers Brosnan is also in it
0: yeah piers Brosnan. they're on the on the uh on the cover oh that's great so um
1: so you have other movies to see i would ignore the dvds for this uh for this week go see dope yeah go see dope go see inside out there's there's many other things to see um
0: go buy a ticket for dope and then watch jurassic to make gregory yeah
1: do that (laughs) as well (laughs) um so now i want to talk about something this we've this has been in the works for i would say probably months and we've been working with iTunes to set up a comedy film nerd store on iTunes, yeah, and it is now up, and it's big, and it's really great. It's, uh, you can go to iTunes.com slash CFN, and what it is, it's our own page in iTunes, and you can get everything from uh, digitally our book, our app. Um, you can get the podcast. You can subscribe to all the other podcasts that you know we're um, friends with and that we recommend. Everything from Thrilling Adventure, I would have there.
0: Jackie, yep. Cation's podcast.
1: Jackie's podcast. Shit. And you They're can also all get all of the comedy CDs. You can get um, Grams and Mike's. And you can get my book, Pacify Me. Everything is there. And we get a little affiliate taste of it if you buy something there. But the other thing we're really excited about, too, is we did a bunch of movie recommendations. Now, we did a bunch of big ones, obviously the Star Wars um, digital. Um, I think we did Lord of the Rings. We also did Boyhood. Uh, but we also added some really cool indies that you may not have heard of, like Ink and mm-hmm. um, Versus. Versus is an amazing yeah. martial arts film. Um, you, you definitely want to check out. So, And what we'll be doing is we'll be curating that recommended film list. And uh, we'll be changing. We're not sure how often we'll be changing it. Maybe once a month because it is actually a process with yeah, iTunes. Yeah. We can't just go in and change it ourselves. It's we got to fill in requests. But this is a and all cool thing that stuff. iTunes cool.
0: came to us with. They came yeah. to the festival last year and they're like, "We really want to try this." And yeah. so we're we're like the first one of the first ones to do this. Yes, and it's a really cool thing because it's that it's what we talked about. Like like I love recommending movies like Dope, and and right. and so so often we come across a movie and it's like. Where can you see this? It's hard to find, and we want to have those mm. at easy access. So you just go to comedy.itunes.com/slash CFN, right? And, and we're going to have these cool movies for you guys to see. And if you decide to buy or rent it through that, we get a little taste, which yes. is cool, and, and it, it doesn't cost you anything extra, right?
1: And it's also anything that we have in the comedy film nerd store that you really just wanted to buy digitally or on iTunes, it's easier for you to do it now. Even everything from like Kevin Pollack's book to uh-huh. Punching the Clown. Uh, the film even dean's uh, truth is out there movie now if you didn't want to buy it from us if you buy it through itunes we still get a little yeah a bit, yeah, if so.
0: you, if you wanna, yeah if you don't want to yeah if you want to go digital instead of the physical copies that, that we have here in the store if you go through our itunes uh site then it then, it, then we get a little piece of business so yeah it's nice.
1: so so it's really cool and like i said we'll be updating and changing it uh periodically um but check it out it's it, we're really it took a long time to set up so we're, we're really happy it, it launched cool so all right premiering this week ted 2 um i did see the first one and like most of seth MacFarlane's work it has a mixture of very inspired funny jokes and some very lazy and um obvious jokes so. boobies yeah pretty much so yeah, I, I mean
0: hilarious and yeah toilet. and
1: like really that's where you're going yeah, yeah yeah like like is this is this made by the same guy <laughs> this so, I, I didn't love the first one. It was okay. I did, you know, once the actual, the first kind of like initial, the, the first initial kind of like novelty wears off, then you're left with another hour of movie, you know, <laughs> right. uh, and I can't imagine the sequel's going to really up <laughs> that are like, oh my God, this is stuff I haven't seen in the first one. So, I, I don't know. <laughs> if you love the first one, you'll probably like the second one. Um, I'm not as excited to see it. Now, the second movie out is called Max, which is um, a... Interesting movie.
2: Is it this is it the sequel to Mad Max where he's not upset anymore? Yeah, yeah it's just yeah, yeah it's just it, it's Nice Max. It's, okay, yeah. Like, Max. Yeah, everything Chill Max. It is actually yeah, you a found mi- water
1: Pretty
0: good. Uh,
2: we got his water It's totally fine. We got a nice democracy working. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> we took all the makeup off of our muscles. And Yeah, unpierced a lot of up. equality.
1: And no one's hungry or, or hot.
2: Yeah, the bass player <laughs> on the truck got a got a regular gig in a club. It's <laughs> <that's> air
1: conditioned.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <The air conditioner laughs> it's just
3: Whoa. called Max.
1: Yeah,
2: a, we're by the beach. It's, it's fine, you guys. <laughs> now Max, is that the, chicks his arm grew back. <laughs>
1: This is a movie about a combat dog that yeah. gets post-traumatic stress. Well, that's very different than uh, what and, and, I imagined. And, uh, <laughs> 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 now, this is the kind of movie, judging from the trailer, is, is it is engineered to make you cry. Easily. Pretty a dog much. movie? Yeah, yeah. A, do- you think? a dog movie with vets, with, and, with vets and, and, you know, somebody doesn't come home and the dog is alone. And you're know, like, oh, It's my based God. on a true story
0: from my understanding. Yeah, so
1: pretty much, you know, you might even be tearing up in the trailer. Um, so he's the
0: director that did "Remember the Titans," uh, Boaz, uh, and uh, a couple other movies that I've been. In so
1: it's movie. definitely going to be a weeper. So uh, um, check it out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll probably see it.
1: Yeah, I uh, actually my daughter really wants to see it, so I'll probably be seeing it you as well. Go. Yep, now I have to go. <laughs> um, so all right, that's our show. That is our show.
0: Guys, fun, uh, good times, man. We learned a lot. We learned how to hate ourselves. Yeah, we we did. uh, Plenty more that came from.
3: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs)
0: dope. Uh, Go see dope. Go see dope. Go see Inside Out, uh, and go to IF. Uh, go to iTunes.com slash CFN and yes. get a Casper
2: mattress. And uh, next week, Joe Biden will be talking about <laughs> Joe. B-
0: yes, talking <laughs>
2: about dope um, spy. Actually, mm-hmm. he's going to open for me in Vegas. That's Joe incredible.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, let's see how. That's his. That's yeah.
2: his retirement plan. He might. He's walk going the room. on the road with you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then my whole set is just not talking policy, but I just make fun of what was Biden doing. Yeah. Uh, hey what was man, was he so mad about? Yeah, work <laughs> on your setups, old man. Oh. Uh,
1: Still taking the train everywhere
0: What if you could, What if you could,
1: You
2: couldn't follow him What if you what if couldn't he just follow destroy him?
0: him?
2: <laughs> he's just like, He's like This was a terrible idea He dropped
1: the mic yeah. What yeah. he's he's like, like,
2: <laughs> What do you mean You want to Co-headline
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Biden Biden's like Alright Graham You do your jokes This is I've been public speaking For
2: 50 years yes. Yeah And this Suck is everything it. I wanted to say yeah. yeah Buckle the fuck up Asshole <laughs> <laughs> Also I realize I only have 15 minutes Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I'm not going to run the line. I'm not, I'm not that guy.
0: <laughs> well, that's our show, uh, Laura House. Um, where else can people find you? I know you got the...
2: LauraHouse.com. To- mm-hmm. um, yeah, How to Hate Yourself is running at the Fringe. and um, What are the dates of the Fringe? It goes through the 29th of June. It's going Sweet. on right now. Um, the Hollywood Fringe Festival. And uh, yeah, up on LauraHouse.com I put dates and stuff i cool. was just at bridgetown and come nice. i'm out there boom i'm out there you guys all
0: right guys well um yeah i'll be in uh vegas uh with gary brightwell and joe biden uh july 14th <laughs> through the 19th at the improv at uh, Harris. um and uh i'm in tahoe in august and of course la Fest, guys yep uh,
1: September
0: 18th, 18 to 20 LAPodfest.com
1: Tickets are on sale The streaming tickets Will be on sale next month mm-hmm. And we've already announced A bunch of shows We'll be announcing more Actually the lineup's Getting pretty close
0: It's got we got about 24 shows Booked right yeah. now Out of 35 total And cool. we're
1: starting to Book the uh, panels And workshops There's, there's going to be A great one on uh, crowdfunding And um, some other great ones About uh, just making Your podcast a business
0: too. Mm-hmm. Yeah we've got cool shows We've got Thrilling Adventure Hour We've got the Sklar Brothers Janet Varney uh, we just ended Lauren Lapkus uh, podcast, so that'll be really cool.
2: Tess Rafferty and I do a podcast called Regrets Only. Really? Yeah, our our one with Rheda drops today. Ooh, I think yeah. But we've got Beth Littleford. Yeah, it's really oh, she's good. Great. We talk about regrets mm-hmm. only. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> I don't know. You Full of fun people. Yeah. How many episodes i you send. I'll done? send you some. We have uh, eight or nine or ten. Oh, nice. cool. Yeah. We'll check it out. Awesome. Yeah, yeah,
0: Please do. Um, all right, guys. Anything else? That's it. Thank you, Laura House. Thank you. My name is Graham Elwood.
1: And I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember, Han shot first. first. You know, I had a yoga teacher that his head was way too small for his body. It was so disconcerting.
3: Ugh.